Welcome back to the Positive Gains Podcast. Today, my special guest is BJ Burries, a legend, a bucket getter, uh, all-time leading scorer in Arizona basketball high school history. Man, it's accomplished a lot. BJ, how are you? Uh, great, and you? What about you? Going real good, man. Appreciate you being on. Yes, sir. So for those of you that... Um, I guess don't know BJ, uh, this time I'll let him uh, give a little bit of background info, just where you're from and uh, how you started playing ball. Yeah, uh, I grew up in, uh, I was born in Fontana, California. Then my my dad's from Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. My mom's from the St. Carlos Apache Reservation out in St. Carlos, Arizona. So I just been uh, with my mom when I was little. I started playing since I was, or I started playing when I was like at three, and um, I think basketball just runs in the family because my both my parents played college ball. My grandma played uh, high school ball. She was a state champ. Then uh, I started. I was in listed in school at Globe since like I want to say first grade all the way to my high school career. And so how would you explain Globe for those of uh, the people that have never been there? It's kind of a like a unique town, right? I mean, with uh, like tons of traffic going in and out, going to Phoenix and back. So how, how would you explain Globe? I'd probably explain Globe like a, I would say like a small, small town. There's like really nothing you can really do, but we have like a movie theaters and all. And we got like the best uh, Mexican food in the state. And uh, so now, you know, basketball. Um, first time I heard heard of you was, uh, man, let's see. I know you guys played Safford and that, that's where I'm at. I'm out of Safford. Um, yeah. I think you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you had 50 something on them. Um, yeah. I think it was like 50, 52. And, you know, for a while, I was like, I thought it was a typo. Uh, people were talking about it. And I said, well, how did this happen? You know, because that's not a, it's not a normal thing, you know, in high school that you hear about around here. Um, and and I was going back and forth with some people around here. And they're like, well, you got to watch it, man, because he just pulls up. You know, you really can't defend him because he, he's got the range. And so I started following it and man, you talk about a bucket getter. Um, you know, the range is just all over the place, man. And I said, well, no wonder, you know, poor Safford had a hard time defending them along with other people. Right. I don't want to yeah. uh, kill for it, but high school basketball, man. So you, you start out in globe and what was your, your mindset going into your <coughs> freshman year? Cause that's when you, you scored 68, right? Yeah. So it was uh, my freshman year. I was supposed to go to uh, St. Carlos because I was playing with them like eighth grade going into my freshman year. But like I thought Globe was like the best opportunity for me. And um, I trusted like the coach, uh, Coach James Simmons there. And I knew he would play me a lot. So I just decided to go to Globe. And um, it was like... Going into my freshman year, I didn't think, like, too much. I just, like, wanted to play basketball. And I didn't have, like, nothing, like, 
I didn't know like I was gonna be the all-time leading scorer or nothing. I just went out there and just have fun and play basketball. And then, you know, just getting deeper into it, like you're starting to gain notoriety, you know, going into your sophomore year because of the 68. And then you just go on a tear, man. So I want to know, like, what was the mindset knowing that not only is like the opponents, they're going to get, you were going to get their best shot every night, but just game planning, because obviously you're the focal point. So what was your mindset like dealing with, um, just all these different uh, teams that you had to go against? I'll probably just like say like going in, like I knew I was gonna get like double team or like triple team. I knew my teammates would be ready. And when I'd have like the opportunity to like score, I would. And like Coach Simmons always just told me like just run and gun, like the system like we did. This is to get the ball out the net and just run. And that was like basically the main point. Wow. And um, so as you as you inch closer and closer to it, you know, again, what, what was your your mental psyche like? Because you obviously you knew at one point you were going to break it. Um, were you glad to get it out of the way when you did? Did it relieve? Did you feel a sense of uh, maybe not pressure, but just like, oh, finally, I got it out the way? Uh, yeah, I want to say like the start of my senior year, everybody was talking about it, saying like, oh, you can break the break the record, you can do this or that. But like, I didn't know, I didn't really want to like pay attention to it in the beginning because I know like one injury can like mess up everything. So I decided to like, focus on the game and just let it come to me. Yeah, I'm kind of aging myself, but, um, you know, I, I was when I was in high school, I remember watching Safford play. Uh, Australia Foothills and um, the the Hawkins boys, Corey and Brandon and their little brother, they had knocked him out, I think in 08. Yeah. And uh, they went on a run. And then Corey ended up being the uh, taking Mike Bibby's place on the all time. And and I remember him averaging like 36 um, his senior year. And I thought, man, that's going to be that's going to be a while before somebody tops that record. And then you know, here you come along and you beat it. So um, I, I was reading that that Mike reached out to you. Did uh, did Corey say anything about it? Uh, no, I didn't hear nothing from Corey. OK. Um, and then you talked about leaving, um, you know, being on, you know, San Carlos, um, playing with those guys early on and then transitioning to Globe. Um, and I'm sure it wasn't a popular uh, decision, but like you said, it was a decision that you made for yourself and it and it paid off. Um, so just again, because I'm real big on uh, like psyche and and especially at a young age, you had to deal with that. So how tough was that um, with people feeling like, you know, you're you're going to the wrong side? Yeah, like um, I think my. Growing up, I always used to play with those guys, like, back in San Carlos. We would have, like, a club team uh, named San Carlos Apaches. So I'd always be playing with them. And, like, growing up, I feel like everybody thought, like, I would go there because of, like, my cousins and my family and all. But uh, I just, like, when I told them I was going to Globe, I or they felt, like, some way, like, they thought I was going to go to San Carlos and, like, try and win a state championship with them. And it was, like, my freshman year, like, we went to go support them, and they won a state that year. So, like, everybody was, like, coming up to me and be like, dang, that could have been you. 
And like in my my mind, I was thinking like, yeah, but I feel like I want to get like much further with basketball and like try and play college ball. And so you graduate. Um, even before that, you're all Arizona. You know, you're on the, the cover of a, forget the magazine with the, the article, Nico Mannion's in there and some other guys. And yeah. So you're just making a name, man. I mean, you're putting Globe on the map. And I know people around here felt um, proud Pima, Safford Thatcher, because again, you're representing a small school. And yeah. the fact that you weren't some, you know, giant 16 guy, it even made it uh, that much better. Um, so when you graduate, you you end up at, at Mesa Community College. Um, and just talk about that experience for you. Uh, Mesa was like great experience. They had a great coaching staff when I was there. That uh, Sam Ballard, one of the, like greatest coaches in Arizona history. So, uh, same with his his son Jordan Ballard. I think that, that was my my favorite coach while being there. And um, the campus was great. The professors were great. Athletic athletic trainer staff was great. Just like everything around. And uh, was it tough transitioning from, from high school to, to college ball? I mean, because maybe everybody's heard that who you are. I mean, everybody knew, you know, about the record. And I'm sure, again, in college, people wanted to prove, oh, I'll take him. I'll get him tonight, you know. So what was that like? It was, like, very tough because everybody, like, everybody in college was, like, 6'4", 6'3". Like, they were, like, much stronger and everything. And in high school, I really didn't, like, play defense like that. But Coach Ballard, like, talked me into, like, playing – like, I have to play defense, like, the whole game, take charges and all that. And, like, I just – I adjusted to that, like, really well. And um, I remember we went to a game in uh, when you guys played EA. Uh, I think it was maybe that first year. Um and it was like a home game for you. I remember the the cheering section. I mean, it was every time you touched the ball, uh, they were cheering for you. So did you have any nerves like playing? I don't even know if that's really so close to home because I guess it'd be split down the middle. But just having that support there, did you feel a certain type of way? Yeah, like I felt nervous at first, but I kind of got like into the rhythm as the game went on. So you ended up graduating, right? Yeah. And I saw maybe you had the, the two degrees. Yeah, one in uh, general studies and associates in arts. So not only that, I mean, you're, you're making your family proud by getting, uh, you know, the, the paper and um, playing basketball, obviously, is, a, is another bonus. Um, but what would you what would you tell some of these younger guys, man? There's so many like hungry kids out there that want to play or that are playing. And you know how it is. Everyone's jockeying for position and, and everyone's trying to show that, you know, this is who I am. Look at me. Um, but you did it your own way. So what what advice would you give to some of these younger athletes? Yeah, I'll probably say, like, first thing is like education, because a lot you see like a lot of like great athletes there, but they don't have the grades for it. And uh, another thing is like just to keep your head like straight and don't drink or smoke or anything. Because a lot of like athletes like that, but I never like drink or smoke, and just like to keep pushing each and each and every day, keeping God first, and uh, just be the best you can.
And so, yeah, you balanced a lot, you know, with uh, just everything um, from, like I said, the record playing in high school, graduating college. Um, it's, it's all in perspective, right? So like reflecting, yeah. what do you reflect back on about all those moments, you know, now that you're, you're an adult now and, you know, you've, you've lived it. Yeah. I feel like think time just goes by quick and just to enjoy the moment. Because I remember like being the national free throw champ when I was like 13 years old out in Boston, Massachusetts. And that just like came by quick. Okay. So just, it just went by, I mean, in a blink <laughs> of an eye, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, lastly, two more. Uh, where are you at on social media? And uh, what's up next for you? Uh, you can find me on social media, like any platform. You just got to type in like BJ Berries. And uh, this past semester, I was supposed to be playing basketball at Baycone College out in Muskogee, Oklahoma. But like some things uh, got messed up with the coaching staff. So I decided to redshirt this year. And uh, this semester, I'm going to be taking classes online at NAU. Then next year, I'm going to try and go play basketball in California, like close to my dad, dad's family. Oh, wow. Wow, good, good. So still, still balling. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you're keeping in good shape and maybe you're not getting as many as good runs, you know, right now. But, uh, you know, uh, best of luck to you. Um, uh, appreciate you coming on because it, you know, you, you have a story to, to share and, and there's a lot of kids that can benefit from it. And I know you heard it a million times, but obviously on the res and even here, like there's so many good kids, knucklehead kids, but kids that just don't have a lot of guidance. So it's always great to see yeah somebody like yourself um, do some great things. So yeah, best of luck to you. I hope to see you back on the court and uh, yeah, you're welcome back on any time. Uh, thank you.